Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Hope you're keeping well. Going to kick things off with Sinead O'Connor and Mandinka. Sinead O'Connor and Mandinka. Kicking us off this Thursday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch 086-1800-658. You know when you're friends with somebody a long time, but they can still put a smile on your face with the simplest of gestures. Well, friendship came in the form of a nice, warm blast of hot air as I opened my office door. Oh my goodness me, it was bliss because I was expecting to be greeted by the complete opposite a cold icy blast from no heat being on and the sub-zero temperatures that we experienced last night I was expecting to be sitting in an ice box but my good pal Maggie Maguire from the Michael Reed Show she put my heater on this morning and now I'm forever in her debt so that's the way my day started I mean it's the little things isn't it that people think of that just brighten your day I absolutely loved that so much joy this morning because not only did I receive literal warmth (laughs) from Maggie Maguire but I received some really lovely warmth in the form of cards from you so thank you so much a lot of people have sent me in Christmas cards already so I'm just going to very quickly shout out to them uh, we've got Grace we've got Flame and Eamon Sheila Maloney who had goodies as well thank you so much Elizabeth Gar- uh, Gallagher as well sent me a lovely card and Elaine of Laney K you might recall we spoke to Elaine oh god this is back at the start of the pandemic and she her Laney K cards were flying it and she's doing really really well and she sent me a lovely card in the post so thank you Thank you for all of the lovely greetings and nice positivity to start my day. I really appreciate that. And the cards are adorning my desk at the moment. So thank you so much for that. Now, yesterday on the programme, I mentioned these guys, the Basement Sounds. So they are a, a group that are in the Boomerang Youth Cafe and they are very hard at work and they uh, you know play music together they perform concerts they raise money for Boomerang through their talents as well which is fantastic but they've come together and uh, Music Generation and Music Loud and Grow Music and Mornington Vocal Academy and loads more uh, have nominated their students to perform on the night it's happening it's a Christmas concert it's happening tomorrow in Drogheda 
But as part of this, Holly Thompson and Clodagh King, who are part of this group, they have produced and recorded their own original song. And I mentioned this in the show and they're, uh, the guy, uh, the youth worker, Sean McCluskey, who is brilliant. He's a very talented musician in his own right and he operates out of Basement Sounds with the guys and he coaches them and mentors them and helps them perfect their, their tune and all of that. And he sent me on the, the Christmas song. So I'm delighted to be able to play this today. This is uh, Cloda King and Holly Thompson, their own original Christmas song. It's called Christmas is Near. Here it is for your enjoyment. Isn't that incredible? Oh my goodness me. Absolutely gorgeous. Christmas is near. It's called Holly Thompson and Cloda King. Fair play to them. They recorded this. They produced it. It's their own original song in the basement sounds in Boomerang Youth Cafe. Watch this space. That's all I'll say. Absolutely fantastic talent. I'm delighted to play that on 11 to 1 today. And tomorrow, by the way, you can get that on all streaming platforms. So give them a support, download it and support them. And uh, they are the next talent. They really are. I just want to let people know as well, Summerhill Community Centre Bingo, that is cancelled tonight due to weather conditions. Bingo will resume, though, on the 22nd. So if you're going along tonight, uh, don't, don't stay at home because it's a bit too dangerous on the roads. Now, how would you like the Christmas dinner the turkey and the ham I have it today up for grabs courtesy of Gleason's Butchers I'm going to give you details of that competition just after these 11 to 1 it's about a time I gave something away on this programme yeah what if I told you that I have the Christmas dinner sorted for you. I'm giving you the chance to win a Christmas turkey and ham hamper for a family of four to six people. It's valued at €30 Euro and it's compliments of Gleason's Butchers Navin Shopping Centre. What a treat. The turkey and the ham absolutely sorted. Here's what you have to do, okay? We're going to talk about Christmas dinner memories today on the show, okay? So maybe something happened where, I don't know, there was a disaster of a Christmas dinner. Maybe the turkey was burned. Or... Did a war break out over the last sweet and the roses tin? Or it could be a heartwarming message. Or maybe somebody unexpected arrived and you had a wonderful Christmas dinner. Did your uncle fall asleep at the table before the dessert was served? This kind of stuff, okay? This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. Christmas dinner memories. So for me, right, the one that stands out in my mind, okay, we used to always go to my grandparents' house in Cork for Christmas and every year, without fail, okay, like without fail, the pudding would barely have arrived and be settled in the stomach and my uncle would say, that's it now, that's it, it's all over now for another year. Every single year he said, God bless him. Oh my goodness me. It was just, and then all of us going, ah, you be quiet, Pat, or whatever. So this is what we'd be saying to him. Uh, Another Christmas day when I was older and I was at my, um, well, he's my husband now, but he was my boyfriend at the time. And they were having their dinner, their Christmas dinner, and they liked to kind of have it early. Anyway, his mother knocked a glass, a full glass of Coke all into her dinner, like all into the dinner. Okay. And her husband, which was really nice, my father-in-law now says, here, have mine. And he swapped it and he ate the dinner with all the Coke inside it. <laughs> Absolutely rotten. This is the kind of stuff we're talking about. 
Christmas dinner memories. It can be a happy memory, a funny memory, a disaster of a dinner. Maybe an unexpected guest arrived or a relative that you haven't seen in ages. Maybe you're all in bed with COVID last year and you couldn't have Christmas dinner. This is what we're talking about. Get them in to me. 086-1800-658 for your chance to win turkey and ham courtesy of Gleason's Butchers and Avon Shopping Centre. There's the weekend blinding lights. Uh, lots of these ones coming in on 086-1800-658. Helen in Lobenstown says, We got the dinner over, put the turkey on the counter, went up to the sitting room to watch telly, went to the kitchen later on to discover the dog had eaten the turkey. Almost gone. Nothing left for the Stevens Day, says Helen. This is the kind of thing we're talking about. We want to hear your Christmas dinner memories. Okay, could it be good? It could be funny. It could be a disaster. I want to hear them all. I want to give you that hamper. 086-1800-658. Back to the music and feel good vibes. Here's Dario G. Oh, if that doesn't put you in good humour. Dario G. Sunchy me on LMFM's 11 to 1. Your stories are cheering me up. Keep them coming in on 086-1800-658. Now... We've all been bombarded, haven't we, with images of a perfectly decorated Christmas tree, families around the table, all that kind of thing, right? Social media is curated, though, isn't it? And sometimes we forget this, that it is curated. And there is this pressure, an added pressure at this time of the year to have everything perfect, picture perfect for Instagram. And that's not the reality. Well, the mental health charity Turn To Me, they are encouraging us to detox from social media, leave the online world over the Christmas and actually be present. We're going to be chatting to Fiona O'Malley. She's the CEO of Turn To Me. We're going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. Christmas. Chris Ria driving home for Christmas. We will return to Fiona O'Malley because to be honest now, it's a very interesting discussion that we are going to have about this because there was research conducted um, and this is to do with, you know, our social media use. And it says social media use in adolescent is associated with poor sleep quality, anxiety, depression and low self-esteem. So this on the back of this research turned to me the uh, mental health charity. So that's turn and then the number two. Uh, they are encouraging people to have a social media detox because look at you know you go through your feed you see all this stuff maybe your Christmas isn't the same as somebody else's you feel a little bit inadequate and I look at I'm the biggest person that's like addicted to social media at times and it does you have to consciously switch away and sometimes it might mean, mean actually deleting the apps from your phone but the uh, t- guys from Turn To Me they are um very much supporting people through Christmas and they have, it's called uh, the, they're running the free Christmas Blues Supports Group. It's from the 25th of December until the 1st of January and this is completely for free on the Turn To Me website. Okay, so it's turn and then the number to me.ie so you can sign up for free and you can get in touch with people uh, who are mental health professionals at the other end of the phone which is great. Uh, But they are hoping that people will, you know, get rid of the social media or completely detox from it or you know I suppose lower the usage on social media in the run up to Christmas so hopefully we will join Fiona either at some point during the programme today or maybe at another time do keep your stories coming in we'll get back to some of them very very shortly but first here's you two 
New stuck in a moment you can't get out of. We are talking about Christmas dinner memories. I'm going to be getting to some of those messages very shortly. For And as well as that, we're going to be going back in time to the year when a certain board game was uh, produced and developed. 11 to 1. It's caused many an argument, particularly around Christmas time. We're going back to the day when Trivial Pursuit was developed. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, on this day in 1979, Chris Haney and Scott Abbott developed the board game Trivial Pursuit. It's still causing arguments to this day in families. And today is Lemon Cupcake Day. The first written record we have of what would become a cupcake was in the 1796 book American Cookie, uh, Cookery sorry, by Amelia Simmons. And she was the first American to write and publish a cookery book. And one of the recipes called for the use of small cups to bake a small light cake. So there's the cupcake part of it. Uh, this was first printed then in 75 receipts for pastry cakes and sweetmeats as well uh, in 1828 so the term came about thanks to them being baked in their small moulds or ramekins and soon became popular as a snack cake so lemon cupcake today LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms discover more at senatorwindows.ie I have a great competition today. It's all with thanks to Gleason's Butchers, Navin Shopping Centre. We are giving you the chance to win Christmas turkey and ham hamper for a family of four to six people. And it's a lovely, lovely treat. So we're asking you about your Christmas dinner memories. They could be happy. They could be sad. They could be a disaster. I want to hear all about them. Uh, Imelda says, we were all sitting around the table being merry and singing and enjoying the Christmas dinner with banter and laughter. When out of the blue, my one-year-old son gets sick on top of us eating the dinner. Oh, not good. Not good. Maybe it was all the excitement. Oh, my goodness me. Uh, in 1980, so happy eating dinner with my beautiful 11-month-old triplets playing with the toys then crashed the Christmas tree was on the ground with my son's shocked little head covered in Christmas lights from underneath. God forgive me, I never laughed so much. The child was fine, though, says Helen in trim. Oh, my God. The fright, Helen. The fright. Triplets as well. Oh my God, fair play to you. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, my Christmas family all sat down at the table together on Christmas Day opening the gifts uh, before even a television was put on or anything like that. And we all went to Mass together as well. This is Patricia and me. This is a great one as well. This is coming in from Sheila and Rathkenny. Great memories of my mother on Christmas morning getting up at 6am to put the turkey on for me, dad and five brothers. One Christmas morning she had to go ahead and get an axe to cut one of the turkey's legs off it so it would fit in the oven. My mother was a great person. She had a great sense of humour. Treasured memories, Sheila. That is fantastic. I can just visualise that. The axe to cut off the leg of the turkey. Brilliant. This is the kind of thing we're talking about. Christmas dinner memories. We want to hear them this morning. 86 658 Keep those coming in to me. Going to take a break for news and we're back. We're discussing this year's or actually next year's 2023. The BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition is back. We'll be finding out more after 12. 11 to 1. There's Rihanna Diamonds kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch with me. WhatsApp and text lines are open 86 658 We've had quite a few winners the last few days when it comes to the radio bingo. Fantastic news. 
want to say congratulations to Madeleine Kenny she's from Talonstown she won 600 euro nice one also Marie Flood from Toher she scooped 500 euro congratulations as well to our lucky number winners Geraldine McGee from McClintardine and Caroline Burke from Beliver so next week's jackpot now stands at 7,600 euro that is a whopping amount of cash all week uh, so you'll have to the chance as well to win a turkey and ham voucher every day in our lucky numbers promotion that's going to continue next week as well have you bought your book yet well you should you can get it online lmfm.ie or from so many different outlets across the northeast and all the details you can find about our radio bingo is on lmfm.ie and the best of luck if you are playing now uh, getting back to ourselves today and time to check in with the world of celebrity the buzz on lmfm keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the lmfm app hi i'm crossy sam Ryder has announced he wants to do a bond song he came second for the uk in the eurovision this year and has a massive tiktok following here's what he said i, I want to do a bond tune so bad this isn't a, a good way of selling it but i just yeah i've wanted to do one for years I, i'd love to like tina turner style absolutely belt something i wrote a song on my record tiny riot yeah. in literally as a pitch <gasps> to, for a bond song in terms of like the because bond songs always have the same kind of chord structure and stuff like that henry cavill has broken many superhero fans hearts today by confirming he now no longer will be reprising his role as superman back in october he officially announced he's back in the DC universe by appearing in Black Adam and then doing tons of interviews post-movie about it. Fans around the world were delighted but now DC has new bosses in charge and in a dignified post on social media Henry announced they're going in a different direction and it doesn't include him. Brendan Fraser and Sadie Sink are in a new movie The Whale which is out in cinemas in February. They both got a six minute standing ovation from the Venice Film Festival earlier this year. Kelly Clarkson asked them how they both felt about it. Really um, affirmed, surprised, astonished, and a little bit Italian. I I was a little nervous. That was the first time we had showed it to an audience. Um, So I think we were all a a little relieved that they were clapping and standing. Responded, so. Responded, yeah. Yeah. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Really looking forward to seeing that one, The Whale. Uh, Also, shocker about Henry Cavill. Wasn't expecting that, but... Does it now mean that maybe Colin O'Donoghue, there's still hope for him? Could he still be the man in red cape? Who knows? Watch this space. You'll find out more all about that. Uh, More buzz later on on The Drive with Eddie Caffrey. And don't forget, you can get a fix right now. Celebrity News, lmfm.ie. Now back to a Christmas favourite of mine. Here's Bing Crosby and David Bowie. I love the little bit at the end that he says there. Brilliant. Uh, apparently, this duet with Bing Crosby and David Bowie came about. Uh, Bowie was apparently booked on a special uh, show in the States, to a Christmas special to promote his single Heroes. And he agreed to duet with Bing in exchange of for an airing of a video of him performing the song earlier in the show. And Larry Grossman, uh, he was a writer on the special, says that they decided Crosby and Bing, uh, Crosby and Bowie, sorry, would sing The Little Drummer Boy 
Bowie together but apparently Bowie wasn't too enamoured about the song initially and he was like no I don't want to sing that song I hate that song if I have to do the song I'm not going to do the show but he worked him round anyway and then uh, David Bowie says do you know what I'm doing the show because my mother loves Bing Crosby so there you go it was a bit of a bizarre one and almost didn't happen but it's a classic it's just a gorgeous the voices just work so so well together now it's back it's bigger than ever the buzz is building for the 2023 BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition we're going to be finding out more all about this with Mary Culhan she's the head of BT Young Scientist Exhibition we're going to chat to her after these 11 to 1 It's back and it's bigger than ever. The buzz is building for the 2023 BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. It's returning in person to the RDS and it's running from the 11th to the 14th of January. And the organisers have announced an incredible lineup of science and technology acts who will perform in the venue alongside, of course, the amazing showcase of projects by school children from across the country. Joining me now to tell us more is head of the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition, Mary Culhan. Mary, it's wonderful to have you back on 11 to 1. How are you getting on? I'm getting on great tonight, thank you. Good, good. Now, you probably thought this day would never come, but you're back live and in person. We are. Um, so, actually, four weeks from today, we'll be welcoming all the school groups and everything else into the RDS for our first public day. So the countdown is really, really on. Uh, we have a little thing called Christmas in between <laughs> um, that we hope people will be able to relax and enjoy. Um, so yeah, we're all ready to go. Now, I have to say, despite the fact that things were scaled back the last few years online, you brought a fantastic exhibition to people, but no doubt it was challenging and you're very much looking forward to kind of going back to normal. Yeah, absolutely. We Yeah, we really, really want to get back to normal. Um, the thing about it is... Um, we just, just felt the last few years just to, to protect people and everything else yeah. was the right thing to do. But the one upside of that, and I think we've talked about this before, is that we were able to open up the young scientists to a global audience. Yeah. Like we've visitors from over 60 countries uh, watching. So we're hoping to be able to attract those audiences back because we're keeping the student projects on our portal and there'll be other things on there as well that people can enjoy if they can't come uh, to the actual exhibition. Um, but there's, there's nothing better than the buzz of, of meeting people um, and I know my colleagues uh, in BT can't wait to I'd get back. Say, I'd the say students, so. The teachers, the judges, everybody. Absolutely. Now you have an extending uh, li- lineup of events this year. Now uh, as a superhero fan, that's the first thing that caught my attention Secrets of Superhero Science. Tell me about this. Yeah, so it's actually really, really interesting. So uh, Dr. Barry Fitzgerald is leading on that from us. He's actually based uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, he's Irish. And he just talks about superhero science and, and is it possible or not? So from all the Marvel films and, and different things like that. So his is a very, very interactive um, uh, interactive show where it could go anyway. Yeah. He asked the audience for participation and he, he has different uh, different shows and stuff lined up behind that. So it's really, really great in that way. He's also actually done a, a recent podcast for us where he talks about that. We, um, we have a podcast called STEM Inspirations and he actually talked about the science of failure and how Ooh. important it is as a scientist to fail. Oh, wow. I definitely want to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. And he talks about the the secrets of superhero science and that as well. So really, really brilliant. We're we're so delighted to have him. And and then we have um, another new show, which is Strong Women of Science. Really, really good uh, acrobatics, juggling, all that sort of thing. 
And then we uh, have Mark Langtree back, um, who's done some amazing shows for us over the years. And I love Mark. Yeah, Mark is just so good, brings such vibrancy to science and talks about science in a really interesting way. And he does two. So one is called Freestyle Physics, which is around breakdancing and the physics of breakdancing. Love it. And the other one is called Smasher Goals. So it's actually about football. And oh, it is in the lead into our brilliant ladies going to the World Cup next year. Of course, yeah. Um, he has looked at the ball and the type of ball and the physics behind a, a soccer ball. Every or a football, everybody, of course, is, is sort of football mad at the moment. Yes. Of the, the final coming up on, on Sunday. Um, so anyway, we've done that. And then, of course, Robert um, from the Northern Ireland Space Office is coming back with um, sustainable outer space in 3D. Oh, love that. Yeah. And that's the, the, the real t- key thing this year. A lot of focus in the last few years have been on sustainability and climate change, that kind of thing. Is this, when it comes to the students' projects then, is this the kind of thing then that stands out for the likes of the judges? Yeah, in a way, look, the, the, the one great thing about the, the young scientists is we, we never put a rein on an idea. So whatever, whatever a young person or people want to explore, as long as there is sort of some significant or good science behind it, the judges will look at it. So we never sort of say, right, we just want projects on sustainability this year. They will always, the students will always look at what is in the now and what is sort of affects their futures. And that's why we'd always see sustainability, climate change, different things like that. We would have seen a lot of projects in COVID the last two years. Because that was in the now and, and whatever else. But then there's other projects where, where students have been affected by something or they just had an idea about something and that's that's what we love to see. Um, and what the students will be able to do this year, so both our qualified students and the visiting students, is to be able to go around all of our amazing interactive stands from our partners. Like I think we've over 50 stands. Um, and that's where people that are working in science, technology, engineering and maths type of industry um, and everything else we'll be able to tell the students about how to get involved that's great yeah they do research and stuff so that's been even though we did have a lot of information from our wonderful partners over the last two years that is something that you need to be able to see in person oh yeah it's invaluable yeah Yeah, and having that face-to-face interaction and you know the competition itself is a huge stepping stone for students interested in pursuing further study and careers in this because it's a great thing to have on the cv as well isn't it mary Absolutely, and and we're we're hearing those stories all along. That we know it's great to hear you. Yeah, that yeah that, that 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 it is harder to sort of get places in in a third level and all the rest. And if there's an interview and stuff, and, and it, sometimes if if the third level institutions see that people have done a project before and have sustained their work as such, like worked on a project over a three or six month period, it does stand to them. Mm. Um, but also we've had some great success stories where people have decided not to go third level and have spun companies out or have gone through third level and then spun companies out. So we've all that as well. That's fantastic. Um, so, so yeah, well, you, we, you would think like in 59 years there would have to be some some really good success stories and, and good stuff coming out of it. So that, that's uh, one of the things that we absolutely love in, in BT and why we continue to support. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so, it's so, so rewarding for you guys. Now, in terms of the projects themselves, as you say, the uh, the projects are submitted, they're in. You've got qualifiers at this stage. No doubt a healthy amount of uh, students from Loud and Mead involved this year again. 
Yeah, which is always good. We always we, we always get a great interest from Loud and Meath. So there's 12 projects have qualified from nine different schools. So there's five in Meath and seven in Loud. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. Really, really good. Um, and I like the fact that there's nine schools as well because it means that it's sort of permeated into nine schools in the area rather than all the projects coming from one or two schools, um, which is always good. So basically the students, what they would have done was given us their idea Mm -hmm. in early October. We would have let them know by late October whether they qualified or not. So they've been working hard and diligently on their projects since just, and they're polishing it now. We, as I referred back to still keeping key parts of the portal alive for our global audience and for the audience that can't make it to the venue, they um, are busily uploading their elevator pitch oh, about good. their projects this week. So oh, they're all due in by tomorrow. Okay, so the final touches on that one, because that's the, the tricky one. It, and then they'll have a little bit more time to do their finish their project book, finish the rest of their yeah. investigations and do their posters. Yeah, the elevator pitch, you've got to keep it like punchy, don't you? That's the key to that. You need to keep it punchy and you need to keep it at a level that anybody can understand it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's key to it yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, so tickets are flying out the door at this stage. <laughs> can people still get tickets at this stage? They can, yeah. So if, they, if anybody wants to visit our website, which is www.btyoungscientist.com, there are tickets available. What we've done this year as well is we're actually opening earlier. Okay. So we're opening up an hour earlier for school visits uh, on the Thursday and Friday. Um, so we're opening up at 8.30 instead of 9.30. And that's just to allow more people through. Um, because we know that people like to get in early, yeah. have a look around and, and go. So that's one of the things that we've done. We've actually cut down on the number of people that we're allowing in as well. We just have that little bit of an overhang, we think, from COVID, yeah. where it is, it gets very, very busy very, very quickly. So we've reduced numbers because of that. So then tickets aren't, um, are a little bit scarcer than they have been in the yeah. last few years. So I would urge people as soon as possible. Great. And you know what? It's a great Christmas present for somebody. It um, is. Two it, adults, two kids, it's 35 euro. Oh, listen, and it's very affordable. Very affordable. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Well, look, no doubt I'll be chatting to you again in the new year, but I'm delighted it's full steam ahead for this year. Thank you so, so much for joining me. I have a great Christmas. Thank Thanks a million. Support. Thank you so much. Mary Callahan there. Uh, you can find out more, as you mentioned there, btyoungscientist.com. 11 to 1. With there's Dermot Kennedy, something to someone on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, images of perfectly decorated Christmas trees, families all around a table for dinner laughing together. Sometimes social media can depict people having the perfect Christmas and then there's an added pressure for you to be having the same experience. This year, Turn To Me, a national mental health charity is encouraging us not to compare ourselves to others online this Christmas and to reduce our social media use. It's an important message and I'm delighted to be joined now by Fiona O'Malley. She's CEO of Turn to me. How are you getting on, Fiona? Very good. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you on the programme again. Now, you know, look, as we're all seeing them already nearly, the, our social media feeds are bursting with these perfect images, or so-called perfect images of people enjoying Christmas. Uh, there's a added pressure, isn't there, at this time of the year for things to look so amazing on social media? Yeah, and I suppose there's so many moments of celebration over the Christmas period. Like, we see a lot of people getting engaged, moving into their new dream homes, announcing pregnancies, getting or gifting luxurious presents, and capturing precious moments with close family members. But um, 
for the vast majority of people, this is not reality. Most people have at least one dysfunctional or damaging relationship in their family. Most people won't mark the Christmas period with a life-changing celebratory event, um, particularly with the rising cost of living. Most people won't be getting or gifting over-the-top luxury presents. So it's important to remember not to compare yourself to, to the lives you see on social media because it's like comparing your life to an advert. It's, mm. it's not real. It's heavily edited and when we see um, people's lives on social media it's important to remember that that's an edited glimpse into someone's life and it's not um, you know reflective of their, their real everyday life like people don't put up um, mundane um, tasks on social media or like just everyday um, tasks that they're doing because it's it's not entertaining it's not mm. interesting um, and it doesn't get reactions but that is the reality for most people most people you know will have to do boring tasks during the day um, and they won't have you know fantastic over the top celebratory moments um, for, for, for most of the day and for, for most of the week so it's important to remember that it's, it's not healthy to compare ourselves to these levels of um, apparent perfection because it's not reality and it'll leave us feeling disappointed and um, it can ultimately damage our, our self-esteem and be very bad for our mental health. Yeah, and there's been a really interesting study conducted around social media use and how it is contributing to mental health issues. Tell me about this and what this uncovered. So it was a 2015 British study called the Children's Wellbeing Publication and it found that children who spent more than three hours using social networking websites um, were twice as likely to uh, report high or very high scores for mental ill health. And then the Journal of Adolescence found that social media use in adolescence is associated with poor sleep quality, anxiety, depression and low self-esteem. So we're seeing then not only just the impact on our mental health, but the impact on our physical health yeah. when people are, are, are losing out on sleep over uh, high high rates of social media use. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the are you guys finding like when, when it comes to people who are, are using the Turn To Me uh, services for help that at some point or another, social media and pressures around the use of social media will actually evidently come up? It does come up because a lot of people as well as, um, I suppose, feeling disappointed and like, I suppose, inadequate when we um, inevitably start to compare ourselves to people on social media and uh, comparing ourselves to the, the perfect lives that we are apparent perfect lives that we see on social media. A lot of people um, experience other negative um, symptoms from social media, like a lot of people um, when they see their friends on social media hanging out, they can feel like they're missing out mm. or they can get uh, FOMO, the fear of missing out and when someone sees a group of friends hanging out without them on Instagram, it can make them feel excluded they might worry about what they did to lead to this exclusion and of course social media is also rife with bullying um, a 2021 study on Indonesian elementary school children um, which was published in Frontiers in Psychology the Frontiers in Psychology journal found that Instagram use was significantly correlated with developing separation anxiety and up to 91% of children um, who took part in the survey said that they witnessed or were subjected to some type of cyberbullying. So wow. it can be quite detrimental to our, our mental health. So we would encourage people, maybe if you don't feel like you're ready to delete your social media apps, 
um, or to delete your social media accounts, maybe delete the app from your phone so that you don't spend, you know, hours on end being, you know, unproductive and getting sucked into that hole where you're just scrolling and scrolling. Oh, I've been a victim of that. I've been a victim of that, Fiona, and you're right. It's because it's on the phone. That's the thing. It's because it's on the phone and you're just sort of, you're idle, so you pick it up and, like, you do it without noticing. You pick it up and you start scrolling through things and it's very hard to resist the urge. So that's your number one sort of detox tip is to kind of just get rid of the temptation from the phone altogether. Yeah, yeah, just it delete like you can still obviously re-download the app if you want to go in mm. and post something or engage with people, but then maybe limit it to maybe fifteen or twenty minutes a day, and then just delete the app because some people don't even realise how much time they're spending on social media. As you say, when when they're bored or they want a bit of distraction, and they just pick up the phone, even sometimes when they're watching TV with their family or uh, they have something on in the background, um, they can you know scroll through the app, and it can lead to wasted time sometimes for hours. Yeah. I don't think I don't and myself included I don't think I've ever um, you know put down my phone after being on social media for over an hour and thought God that was very productive that was, <laughs> that's a great use of my time there <laughs> Oh God I know I know and you're, you're, you're and there's a sort of there's a le- an element as well and again because I'm guilty of this we, we live on it a lot but, you know for the type of work that we're doing here that kind of thing but there's an element of like a twinge of anxiety at the thoughts of you know ridding yourself of the app which is another very scary red flag for me personally and it's been something that I do you know say at weekends I'll say okay right let's limit the use now as much as I possibly can let's be more present more engaged with family that kind of thing but there it's worrying when you kind of go you have this little thing in the back of your mind going oh delete the app what there's a little anxious thing there Yes, yeah, and a lot of people would use social media to keep in touch with people that they haven't maybe seen in years or particularly if they have friends or family abroad. So I can understand, you know, why people would be hesitant to delete their accounts totally. But maybe just taking the app off your phone um, for a couple of days is yeah. a good way to start that detox. Or even maybe to monitor how many how many hours that you spend um, every week or every day on social media and maybe see, can you try to set yourself a challenge of not looking at social media for a week or for a day and see how you get on. Yeah, because your phone has a setting, by the way, that you can do that. I, My phone keeps telling me you have not. I've gone over my quota every week. So your phone will tell you there is a thing that you can put on it. Absolutely. Um, so, But the other side of this is there are huge benefits to this detox once we actually go cold turkey over the Christmas. There are indeed. Yeah, um, there are, it's the, the initial uh, thing, I suppose, not comparing yourself to to people and to that unrealistic expectation that the perfect Instagram life can can uh, can set us um, and then also um, people who might feel like they're missing out on things, they're not getting those kind of feelings and also yeah. there's, there's no type of um, possibility of, of cyberbullying if you delete those social media um, apps from your phone or certainly if you reduce them that reduces the likelihood of being sucked into those circles um, so we would certainly encourage anyone to, to do that and also if anyone is feeling like they are a bit anxious or they do have levels of depression or loneliness over Christmas or particularly if you're worried like if you're oh gosh I don't want to spend some time over Christmas with X, Y and Z person um, and if you feel like you just want to talk about it well um, Turn To Me is funded by the HSE's National Office for Suicide Prevention and we offer up to six free counselling sessions to everyone in Ireland Amazing. we offer um, free unlimited support groups um, on anxiety depression grief relationship issues and we also are running um, a Christmas 
Blue support group over the Christmas period. We run every single day of the year, 365 days, including on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Um, so if anyone needs any of our services to talk about any of the problems or the struggles that they're facing, please avail of our services. They're free, uh, they're professional, and they run 365 days a year. And if you want to talk about any issue at all, we're here to listen. You're running a fantastic service there, Fiona. It really, really is brilliant what you're doing for people. I wish you and your family a very happy social media free Christmas this year. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks a million. Turn to me. So it's the number two. So turn to me.ie if you want to find out more information. Going to take a quick break and we're back with the winner of our turkey and ham vouchers. 11 to 1. There's Monday, Galway Girl and LMFM's 11 to 1. It's all about the Christmas dinner today on the show. We want to give you a Gleason's Butchers Navin Shopping Centre hamper. It's a Christmas and turkey, Christmas turkey and ham hamper for a family of four to six people. We're asking you about your stories. We've had everything in here. This is from uh, John. He says, we were looking forward to Christmas dinner. Turkey in the oven, ham on the cooker boiling away. Table was being set One uh, when by me and the siblings. When the power went, my father said it'll be back on in a few minutes, but an hour later it wasn't. We ended up having cold rashes and sausages the mother had cooked for later that evening. And then he says, the trip switch had tripped. Mum discovered it when Dad had a few drinks and told her he was off getting something in the press, the fuse box that evening, and copped it, but never thought to actually put it back on. Fantastic. Newless says, uh, Christmas disasters, everything every year happens. Uh, one year had a really large turkey. It wouldn't fit in the fridge, so I left it in the cooker overnight. The next day, I had my sister, my cousin, son and his partner and the dinner, children for the dinner, opened the cooker. The smell hit me. The turkey was gone off. Oh. She said she's dreading what's going to happen this year. But there can only be one winner. It's John in Kilmesson. He says his sister was 18, decided to cook Christmas dinner for the first time. Everything was perfect. Took the turkey out of the oven, but the smell was terrible. It was absolutely rotten. She bought it fresh two weeks before Christmas, froze it, but it was still warm when she put it in the oven. She'd gotten it from a neighbour who had just killed it and cleaned it. He'd no ham, just spuds, gravy and carrots. So there you go. They cried all day, apparently. So there you go, John. You're getting the turkey hamper. Thank you so much for all of those messages. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you for your company as always. Back with more crack tomorrow. 11 to 1 with Gilmore. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.